Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotmap. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio hotmap. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. What do you mean, organised? Always organised. Linda, I've never known you to be organised. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you better get organised because there's a big week coming up. Huge week coming up. Isn't it? We had typical 500 this week, don't we? Oh, as usual, no notes. I have. Okay. Well, it looks like you're running the show from I'm here on in. Sure. No, I've been told you're not allowed to run the show. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> are we going to count in or are we just going to get on with it? Five, four, three, two, one. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 22, Radio Hot Lap, where you have a light-hearted look at the world of international and local motorsport, cool and emerging technology gadgets and barbecue techniques. Yep, exactly right. Hi John, how are you going? <laughs> yes, it's an in-transit and a little late episode 22, which we're doing in the Qantas Lounge in Sydney, and Linda's managed to come along. Great yeah. to have you along, Linda. Thanks John. Last minute <laughs> phone call. Quick, help me. Now we are doing it on the iPod today, so you're probably going to lift, lift your voice a little bit, a bit like a co-driver would do when the driver screws up. Holy, uh, Holy Toledo! That's the one, that's the one. No, we won't be needing any of that, will we? Unless you're going to stuff up from us. So, uh, yeah, a bit of, uh, bit of Qantas Club ambience. Lovely here on the Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon. I don't what it, I have no idea what day it is. Doesn't really matter, does it? It's Saturday, and I tell you, it, it's the Saturday that you just can't get a business class upgrade anywhere. Coming back from Wellington, and uh, <laughs> and then I'll wait till late in a moment. But uh, <laughs> you just don't know the right people to talk to. Yeah, the right you, buttons to push yeah, to. Yeah, exactly, Linda. I never thing? have an issue with that, do I? How come? I don't know. Maybe it's because I am so organised, and I preempt that I'm taking all these flights, and I get on there, and I go right. You, you do realise now, with the age of technology, that you can get on your computer, you go to your Qantas website or any other website, whoever your frequent five person is, and you go, I want an upgrade mode, can I do it? Let's click on it and see if I can, and you press the little magic button and it either comes back with a standard answer, yes or no, you click the yes and there you have it, business class sitting there waiting for you, which I have done for next week coming down to Adelaide for Crystal 500 and on the way back Sunday night. Could it be that someone at Qantas has been listening to the show and heard that your possible availability and has pressed those buttons to ensure that Qantas <laughs> appears lastly? Maybe we'll see them at the Hutt Street Cooper's Pale Ale Party. Who knows? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right, you heard it here first, viewers. <laughs> anyway, we apologise for not being able to deliver you a show midweek last week as uh, all sorts of issues and hanging around with my... Oh, look, you know, look, the Dignation can have a, have a holiday after doing... 20 plus episodes, can't we? Well, we can. We were actually, we, we, we were so drunk from becoming 21, JP well, and I, were. that we, that's right, we needed you to have it. You two were, we won't go there, I'm a bit dark about that episode, but anyway, not that it wasn't a good episode, it was a brilliant episode. <laughs> well, we've also learnt that the uh, audio quality off the little uh, iTalk for the fourth generation iPod is not is not bad at all, and let me tell you, no one will be able to copy us, because neither can you buy a fourth <gasps> generation iPod or a fourth generation iTalk. And that's a bit of a problem. You've got a, bought one of the new video iPods, but you haven't been able to get a voice recorder for no, it. No, can't get a voice recorder for the Gen 5 ones made, un, made of unobtainium. Oh, 
I don't know what they're made of, but yeah, that's the one. But yeah, I mean, I've actually raced around, rung everywhere, rang Apple. I've gone everywhere looking for, you know, the iTalk for my Gen 3, which this one will fit onto, and I found one the other day, and I remember ringing JP going, I found one, I found one. So I've actually taken time off work and bolted down to this place and bought Wolfville and bought the last one, which they ended up charging me $10 extra than recommended retail. $10 extra, yes. So I wasn't going to argue because it was the last one in New South Anyway, so next spot is on the uh, S list <laughs> from here on in. And anyway, I suppose that if you got one, well, that's... Uh, that's, uh, that's lucky. No, it is. And it worked well because I, I ended up using it last weekend at uh, Rally of Canberra and Subaru. Um, you did. And more on that in a minute. But before you do get into your uh, long uh, spiel about Canberra, and you have got a, a whole bunch of stuff which we'll be processing and putting up as probably a 22.2 or something like hmm. that. Just sort of hmm. um, catch 22.2. Catch 22. Linda, I have to apologise. I'm down on my knees. No, you're not. Get down there. <laughs> <laughs> nice carpet at the Connorscope. Uh, and to apologise for not including you in the thank yous for all the work that you put in up until uh, episode 21. And, and uh, it, it just simply slipped. But uh, maybe one could see that you were just, you know, just, just part of the team. And that's it. You know, and that's and why there I you didn't go. take too much offence to it because it's always the silent partners that are one that are doing the work behind the scenes and you don't get the gratitude. But I know you guys do appreciate it and it's okay. Absolutely, we do appreciate it and viewers, let me tell you, i got a little bit of a squeaky girl on the phone going, where's my credit size waiting and waiting? But anyway... Uh, <laughs> I did, I got up in big time. Anyway, uh, beers at the Qantas Club. Beers. I'm having... Uh, well, what are you having? I'm actually not having a beer today. I know, uh, I know, no. You need to cover that up. I'm not, cover- I'm not telling stories and tips, I tell the truth. I tell the truth. I'm actually having a purely freshly squeezed orange juice that they've done for me here because they, it's so they, painful. You know, they've, they've started doing that. Honest is great, and I believe they could be coming on board as a sponsor. Mm. I'm really hoping and I'm, yeah. I'm working my best at it and because I only fly Qantas, um, yeah, I think they should. And what are you having? I'm having a uh, Han Premium, and I, I actually fell asleep on the on the way over in the in the... In the, the, the plane, the plane, all the way from the plane, from the plane, yeah, all the way from Wellington. It was one of those very old 737s, oh, and that, that really was, you know, like it didn't really matter if you upgraded to business class. Made no I difference don't think there was anything. Exactly. <laughs> 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 it was just a, a chair and a curtain. It's like my flight last weekend down to Canberra. I was on a prop plane. Yeah my son proceeded because I ended up having to take both the boys with me which my son who knows about planes proceeded to tell me you do realise we're sitting in the most dangerous position here mum right next to the prop because if it goes it goes straight in the side here and I said thank you for warning me about that one and it was damn noisy it, 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 was, it probably was a dash eight or something but yes it, it was, was actually a <laughs> good plane if you want to go to Lord Howe Island not good if you want to go to Canberra <laughs> but I'll tell you viewers that uh, it was uh, an interesting experience last Saturday as I went uh, flew to Sydney to go to Wellington and I went to the Qantas Club and I walked in there thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to go in because Coopers is on tap at the Adelaide, new Adelaide Qantas. Oh, really? Qantas Club, yeah, at the International Lounge there. And I thought, well, who am I? Just drop in and have a beer on my own. And who do I walk straight into? Jason Bright, who's uh, been down there doing a Ford promotion. And uh, he was on his way to Sebring, uh, which uh, right today, viewers, right at this very moment, I suggest that you get on, log on to uh, AmericanLemons.com and listen to uh, Radio Le Mans and Jason Bright's uh, expertise in, in driving the Aston Martin that Dave Brabham drove last year. Mm. He qualified on pole in the GT1 car with... Actually, Pedro Lamy did do the qualifying, but he is in the car with him. Mm. And um, 
and that's uh, a really good result so far. So, mm. but yeah, it's it's a great uh, great audio uh, show on Radio Le Mans. But what I was going to say was there. I said, "Hey, Jace, what's going on?" Blah 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 blah. So yeah, and uh, yeah, and then uh, so I got a, got a beer and sat down, and there was a guy under a <laughs> under a uh, under a newspaper sitting there. I said, "Who's under the newspaper?" And I pulled the newspaper. Well, there's no one, no one other than the enforcer himself, Russell Ingle, oh looking God. a bit shabby from a <laughs> night out. That's why he was under the paper. He was. He was a bit shabby, and then a moment later. Uh, oh, jeez. That's not us. They actually announce you when you're flight to leave. So and, and we can validate we are at the Guanajuato. That's right. See, we're not telling we're you stories. <laughs> <laughs> and so I need to tell the truth. Yes, uh, and then and then a moment later, the big beaming Craig Lowndes turned up, and he was the only one who wasn't in uniform. Uh, and he, he stopped. We had a beer, and he looked right and gave everyone a lot of crap for for, for, for not drinking beer. And, and I think they'd been down in Hindley Street, viewers. They'd been all down for a Ford promotion the day before and been split off to a whole lot of places. And I think it was that. Uh, they just couldn't say no and go to bed, but uh, CL was a little bit uh, I think cl- V8 drivers cleaner than the rest. And a moment later, my old mate James Courtney turned up. Oh my and, God! Uh, Who else is going yeah. <laughs> to? And uh, as the V8 drivers were there. Well, that's right. It was all the, the team. And James Courtney was going. I said, "Go, mate." He goes, "Oh, what are you doing?" Here? I said, "Well, I'm just going up to Sydney." He goes, "Well, I'm going to Sydney too." I said, "What are you doing going to Sydney?" He's going, "I'm going up to my dad's birthday party up in Church Point." And he said, "Yeah." And Damien White is picking me up from oh the airport. Oh my Mister Go Go Gadget <laughs> Man himself. So I had to show him, my uh, viewers, the the, the the few shots which won't be available to everyone about Damien wearing a few possible girls. In you did make a little bit of a reference to that on the previous show about a certain driver who was. Uh, oh, he's a great player, but, but you, know, you didn't mention the name. Now you've let the no, cat no, out the bag. No, no, we did. We, we actually came through on the dirt report, and I don't have it. I do have a little bit of dirt report today. Oh, but uh, we did come out with a dirt report about uh, Ian McAllister and Damien. But anyway, blah 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 blah. It was all. It was a fairly funny afternoon there for a moment. Oh, do you reckon you? Well, obviously it's very busy this time of afternoon because everybody's getting announced to get on their planes and go to you. Well, and and even funnier than that, anyway. I can't tell. I can't tell a, tell a whole bunch of stories about those guys because uh, they were not in a. They were in a compromising position. They didn't want to be PR, and the last thing I wanted to do would be doing an interview, and it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be right to be talking about them. Um, sort of. Well, away from the racetrack, but we'll get them next week. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. And, Plenty and of time next week. Excuse me, JC is expecting us to to give him a fair bit of fair bit of crap. But well, I, did I won't do that. I'll leave that to you. Yes, you will. Mm. But something even funnier happened today. I was uh, I sat on the on the on the flight. I couldn't get into business class, but they sat me in row three, and that's about as much leg room as you can possibly get. And they had a spare seat next to me, and there was a lovely lady sitting next to me. Her name was Elizabeth Ball, and Elizabeth said, "I'm off to Aberdeen straight away." And I went, "It's a more nick in Aberdeen." <laughs> What? I didn't understand a word of that either. <laughs> we had the greatest chat, and can you believe it? Her granddaughter is none other than a splitting image of Russell Ingle. <gasps> oh my goodness, viewers, I'm not. This is so true. John's actually holding up a photo. You've got to see if you can get that up on the web so people can see it on the Radio Hot Lap site. But this, it is true. Oh my goodness, it is the image of Russell Ingle and some very interesting headgear or. Dame Edna and Russell it cut is, together. It's, it's a Dame Edna and Russell m- montage, isn't it? Put together. I don't, you've got to put that up. You've got to put that. Is awesome. Well, who's that? <laughs> That's his missus, I suppose. Um, that okay. Doesn't, that doesn't look like. Uh, uh, so this woman's invited you to this. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's been He's got this woman. I'm, I'm reading this, viewers. He's got this woman's blessing of something. And um, yeah, there's something going on on the 27th of. Uh, 
July. Which Where is like it at? It's at Mark's Church in... Aberdeen. Aberdeen. And, uh, she said, please come to Aberdeen. She has. She's given him the invitation with the full RSVP, her phone number, mobile number and email. Yep. Well, there you go. Radio Where? Hot Lap, we're off to Aberdeen. And how old was she, just out of curiosity? 84. Lovely. And Lovely. She's a good sort. She, See, there's no age discrepancy. Well, she was very quick to say that come and stay, and I've got a 36 year old niece who's divorced and oh, <laughs> looking for a man. Oh, there we go. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. <laughs> we'll have to keep up onto those and see if he goes off to Aberdeen in July, viewers. <laughs> okay, Rally of Canberra report. Linda, go. Rally of Canberra. Well, I was only down there for the day. I flew down on Saturday and, and went to basically do a bit of um, team support for Scotty Petter and Glenn Weston, who are my teammates in Team Fish Rally Art. But it was actually very interesting and also very confusing rally um, because it was actually three rallies being won under the one umbrella because it was Asia Pacific Rally Championship opening round, opening round of the Australian Rally Championship, plus also a Canberra round. So, you know, sensibility says, pack them all together, economy, run the lot, which made it very confusing, but anyway. So, no, it was pretty interesting. I mean, I'd only been there Saturday. I, you know, it was stinking hot. It was 30-odd degrees. How many cars ran? Oh, goodness. There was... I'll tell you, it was pretty sad, actually, because in the Asia-Pacific side, I think, from memory, there was only around 13 entries. Does this mean that tarmac is taking hold and dirt is disappearing? Well, look, no, I don't know if you can say that with the Asia-Pacific round. I think it, that was literally a logistics thing with a lot of the people who are running Asia-Pacific. There's, there's quite a few people from Europe going over to it, but mainly, the, you know, it's from the Asia area. Um, so, yeah, maybe that was the reasoning why they just thought, well, we'll skip, you know, Australia and we'll just go straight over to the Asian countries and do those in New Zealand. I don't know, but it was... I must admit, look, I'm sorry, but it did look really sad. I mean, it was... Nothing of the days of old with all the huge, you know, trailers and all the fanfare and, and even the spectators. I mean, I don't know what it's like at the stages because I actually didn't get a chance to get out into the stages and I'm hoping that everybody was out there, but it was very quiet. It was extremely quiet, which shocked me a little bit. But then what again, do you I mean? wasn't like there wasn't many park. There wasn't many people there no, watching? Well, look, the, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Do you think the heyday of rallying has disappeared a little in Australia or I, is it TV maybe or Maybe, I what? don't know. Look, the Canberra people or ACT people just love their rallying. They are just the total motorsport, you know, capital. They really are. So probably they're all out of the stages. As I've said, I wasn't out in the stages, so I don't know. But, you know, and in the service park, even when the cars were coming in to service, which normally there's a little bit of a hustle and bustle, and there was a few people there, but it was mainly the people from other teams or, you know, people working behind the scenes and stuff like that there. I didn't actually see many spectators there. So that's why I'm saying I'm hoping they were all out at the Cowan Super Special Stage, and apparently there was a reasonable crowd out there. So, you know, and that was pretty exciting from there. But, you know, it was interesting in the Australian Rally Championship side of things. There was, um, I think... Oh, that was actually a poor show as well. There was only something like just over 27, I think, entries in total. If that, how I many internationals did we have? Um, well, in the in the APC side, uh, there was one, two, three, four, five. I think there was only five, five internationals. Um, so yeah, it was. I mean, but as I said, look, you know, it's hard to say. You don't know whether they just skipped out on the Australian round and went from there. 
So, and you know, like there was there was only actually seven registered starters in the Asia-Pacific site. So that goes to show you, there were seven registered starters for Asia-Pacific, so it's pretty sad. Um, and, but it was a very interesting event, being really hot, it really tested the car. Poor Ford, I felt sorry for them. They had a horrible weekend with their, you know, with their... Um, their debut of the uh, of the factory car with Guesty in it. Yeah, they did. It was just in fact, that problem was that after, I be, problem I, after, I, after it, It's problem. funny because there I was sitting there in the Qantas Club and uh, and all the boys were, were a bit uh, moaning about like uh, being over PR'd out and uh, and as Jason brought, walked out the door, uh, one of the boys said, oh, I, think, I think you should be nipping off to Canberra to just seeing what's going on. He's going, what do you mean? He goes, no, no, just go and have a look and see what's going on in Canberra. Yeah, there could be a few very issues. Very interesting. And then he went, oh, no, I, don't, I think it might have gone over Jason's head there. Uh, he, I that, think that would have, but they did really have a few issues. I mean, I actually didn't even get in there to talk to them because they, they were just like, um, they were just going nuts. Yes, Stephen Heinville was just had enough issues on his plate without me shoving a tape recorder in his face going, hi, how you going mate? Yeah, so well, I left it alone. The one interesting thing I did see which just cracked me up, and I'm sorry Michael, but they have this life-size cardboard cutout of Michael Ketchum <laughs> there at the front of the service like bay when you drive the car in, and there's this cardboard cutout of Michael in his suit and everything else looking very nice and that was the only Michael I saw the real living person I never saw. So I don't know whether they actually had the cardboard person in the car driving and that's why they had oh, a problem. So there's a bit of a conspiracy theory there here that they be. might not have had the race car driver in the car. No, it could have been the cardboard cutout one. Well, and remote control and that's why it was you know, not going well because the batteries were running flat. Now I don't want to digress from rally because we'll go straight <laughs> back to it but I will want to bring up the issue of cardboard cutout. That um, uh, recently we got a little bit of a cease and desist order, we? so to speak. Well, not we, but the royal we as such. But uh, the V8 uh, proprietary limited arrangement, <gasps> Arama, oh, uh, because of the, the media material that we were sending out. That on the bottom of it, we had a whole bunch of guys, and there was um, uh, no one other than Andrew Eglinton from uh, Sage uh, Racing in, out of Adelaide. Had uh, when he came to New Zealand, he had a cardboard cutout of Murphy. Craig Murphy with a stop sort of thought balloon coming out of the, out of his mouth there because the car was sponsored by Supercheap for that particular race and so I thought it would be fun to have it in there and a little bit of a logo saying Murph on loan. Well, we got a sort of a, a cease and desist email from the what previously known as Seagull Media to go and say, look, um, you know, I really I take it as a bit of a laugh, but but Murph, he's no cardboard cutout. He's a real genuine bloke. I mean, oh, geez, oh, guys, you're that. reading your own media. <laughs> well, like, what's going on there? And he said, we, we 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 would like you to remove him from it. Anyway, Lana said to me, well, what are you, the, the PR girl, and she goes, well, what's going on? What do we do? And I said, well, do nothing, Lana. If you <laughs> bend over to these guys, you'll be always bending over to I them. Mean, oh, yeah, no, where where does it stop? That's exactly right. I said, do nothing. Firstly, we just got a whole lot more media, mm. and, and the fact that they've Thanks actually put their hand up and said, look, don't do that, means they're afraid of the V8 Ute series. Yeah. And that supercars is waning. Do you hear that, viewers? I tell you, waning. Oh, well, that's John's opinion. I won't go there. I'm not touching that one. Slightly. I can't Well, Murph's popularity is <laughs> waning. In fact, I, I ran into some people in the supermarket in New Zealand and they went, the guy's a wanker. Oh, don't I went, say No, I said, that's just what they said. Well, I can't say it because I don't know. No, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, look. That's what they said. Controversial. Look, and <laughs> they just going, apparently, just, he, 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 that, there's a bit of, you know, but it's always... It's, Do you know what? Maybe, that, that, maybe they've got that theory because he's, they feel like he's swap camps by coming to Australia and, and racing Australia are not there. I think that's exactly what it is exactly it. That's exactly it's exactly it. That and, and, and classically so that a, a, a public uh, people who are in the sports 
um, um, public spotlight mm. that become popular, then they get pushed down again. Uh, and the same, look, we saw with look Marcus Ambrose. Yeah. You know, like and suddenly, uh, like you, you know, you win the Supercar Championship, and then you're going to go to Europe to ride NASCARs and blah uh, blah. Oh, sorry, uh, America. America. <laughs> I believe that few was there racing NASCAR in Europe. You heard it here first. <laughs> and suddenly really he's like, you know, down the toilet, oh, and then you rain it. I think if anything, we it's should all be going. Isn't this fabulous? Look where our drivers can go. Look. The sky's the limit. Okay. Listen up, <laughs> Murph, great driver. And the series would be a hell of a lot weaker without it. But I'm just saying, someone in a supermarket, because he is in supermarkets all over the place, they're going, no, 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 no. So I went, yeah, cardboard cutouts, that was it. So I've had to replace Murph. I pu- what I basically did is I redid the artwork. I pulled Murph's face completely off it. I left the whole <laughs> logo there, took the helmet design away, and then put in brackets, instead of Murph's name, not sure, and under brackets, definitely a dentist. Ooh. Well, that's right, Can't because you're not like that. Exactly it. Problem solved. Anyway, back to Guesty and the Canberra Rally. Canberra of Rally. (laughs) Canberra of Rally. Rally of Canberra. And oh God, it's called Subaru Capital Rally and Rally of Canberra and Subaru Capital Super Rally. And I was getting confused actually. There's too many names for it. Yep, so poor old Ford had their issue with um, guests having the recurring dismount problems which happened on Saturday and again on Sunday and ended up retiring, so that was a bit sad for him. So no, no points for Guesty and no points for Ford. Bit of a shame. It's a pity because Guesty, I, I mean, personally, I, I don't know him, but I like, I like the guy. Oh, look, he's quite a likeable person. We've I mean, gone up an octave, both of us. Oh, we have too. Maybe Hi, JP. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what ended up happening with um, Subaru Capital Rally, which is the Australian Rally Championship side of things. God, this is confusing. Neil Bates has won his... He won the event and he won it and it's the first one he's won since 2001. So he was pretty excited about that. And also it's the first time, well since the last time he won at Canberra was in 1997. And yeah, so Toyota have actually, you know, doing very well at developing their group in prototype um, Corolla. Coming up second was Simon Evans. Um, and at the end of the, the leg on leg two, there was only 2.8 seconds separating them. And Simon had a lot of issues on Saturday. They had electrical problems. Um, but, you know, the, the boys were madly working on that. They got it sorted, but that sort of dropped him back in the points. And he also cost him um, an eight... Uh, he got eight minutes late into control, so he got, what, a one minute 40, I think it was, a one minute 20 penalty, but anyway. And Dean Herridge just pipped Scotty Petter to third. And that was a real shame, because Scott was actually doing extremely well on Saturday and Sunday. He actually won quite a few stages outright on those. Hit a rock on Saturday, got a flat tyre, dropped a minute. Not an issue, fix it back out there, climbing back up just behind Niels to finish second on Saturday. Come out Sunday, first two stages, straight out of the box, back again, winning the stages. What happens after lunch? Gets another flat the other side, drops him back down, limps to the end, and sadly just pipped out by the, you know, from the post by getting on the podium the third. So that was a bit of a shame, but then um, Herridge got it up. So there you go with that one as far as the Asia Pacific goes. Uh, Les Walton and Rowling, who's looking at the Subaru team, were extremely excited because they walked away with Cody Croft coming first and Eli Evans, Simon Evans' young brother, coming second in the Asia Pacific Championship, which is fabulous. So congratulations to those guys and, yeah, that's about it. Well, Scott Petter is your brand mate in the Mitsubishi quest for the total domination yes. of the uh, Southern Pacific world region of uh, rallying. That's him. right. Ladies and gentlemen, Quantum Club line to all the members and guests driving on Quantum City Line 374328. Uh, oh, it is you. We're going to have to wrap this up very quickly. We're going to have to wrap this up very quickly. Okay, we are going to wrap this up. But I'm just going to quickly say,
Okay, so yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, look, viewers, this is just a little intermediate transit episode yeah. and we'll be doing uh, quick things to, to let you know that in the last few days, Linda, it's really important from a techie point of view that someone has managed to get the uh, Windows XP operating system running on the new Mac Intel boxes. Oh, so, uh, the, we'll the, be able to the, talk to each other now. <laughs> exactly, and there's a whole lot of money gone out the door. The, the second thing is that um, uh, the other is our old mate Alan Simonson, not the Alan Simonson show, but Alan Simonson has been confirmed at uh, at Triple uh, Eight uh, Engineering, Better Team Electrical, to partner Craig Lowndes and Jamie Wincup and Richard Lyons in the uh, Enduros at Sandown oh, and Bathurst. He, um, he's also flying tomorrow to uh, England for the opening practice and test session for uh, British GT and will be driving a Ferrari 430 in the um, British GT Championship uh, up with, teaming up with Hector Lester, upgrading from the now defunct 360. Also, um, he'll then be flying down to uh, Paul Ricard to do some testing for a, can't tell you at this point, an Italian team with Pirelli, um, <laughs> Pirelli, Pirelli backing, factory backing. So you're um, searching in the, on the web, guys, you'll work it out. <laughs> Starts with L, uh, <laughs> with um, uh, in the Le Mans Endurance Series. So Alan, all of a sudden, has got a very, very uh, a full uh, calendar. Uh, calendar mm. And um, as a result of that, uh, Glenn Cooper rang me and said, "Can we get a full-size cardboard cutout <laughs> of uh, Alan Simonson to be at the Hut Street Pale Ale party when I brought the bloody Ferrari four five fifty over <laughs> for Eclipse five hundred? So we need to get that done in the next few days. Alan, so if you're so call this the car- cardboard now, cutout episode. Are we going to do cardboard cutouts of ourselves for the we show? We do, just for the hell of it. Why not? Pick it up. Them. All right. Looks like we're going to go. Yeah, what you're going to have to go. Um, we can continue this next you week. You got anything else? Quick, quick. I've just got all the rundown on Clips for 500. Don't we'll do forget it while we week. walk. We'll do it we're, as we walk. Okay, we can do it as we walk. Okay, go, viewers, just remember, next next Wednesday really is the beginning of Clips for 500. And what ended up happening, we've got the V8 Supercar Championship opening round. Then we have also, naturally, the, we've also got all the Sutt Regs, which is the V8 Utes. We've got the Carrera Cup, which is the German thoroughbreds and running their six-speed sequential... Um, Gearboxes, we've got the Formula Fords, we'll show our little open wheelers, the muscle cars. Yes, with Jack Ellsworth, which, will be actually driving. Yeah, they're awesome. It's the history of motorsport, the muscle cars. The Lotus Trophy, which is the Lotus Sports Cars. The Aussie Racing Cars. Now, this is one I love. It's the cut and shut of motor racing. It's the AU Falcons and the VY Commodores. They cut them in half, basically, from a, into a space frame sh- um, chassis. And they put fiberglass... I'm sorry, Bill, but this is what it is. You know, a fiberglass body. They stick 125 horsepower engine into it and 450 kilos of weight, and they go around the track. I mean, how cool is that? Quick, quick, quick. It's, I'll stop nagging for goodness oh, sake anybody just remember though your bags are on the plane they can't leave without right. you so yeah it's going to be a pretty exciting um, clipsal and the other thing too viewers if you're anything like me and fully into music and live bands next week at clipsal you have no idea who's playing now just listen to this on Thursday afternoon at 6.30 we've got green spoons for all of those of you into that my son green spoons yeah Seven thirty on Friday, we've got Silverchair playing. At six o'clock on Saturday, we've got the Country and Western Night, which is Becky Cole, Adam Brandon, Gina Jeffries. And on Sunday, my ultimate favourite, we have starting at four thirty, we've got Diesel, Jimmy Barnes and his family, David Campbell and John Swan. Now, I just want to let you know, everyone I just mentioned them is all related. I'll stop your whinging. And then we've got Mark Seymour from Hunters and Collectors and James Rain playing. So I mean. The whole week is just going to be fabulous. So get down there, guys. Doesn't matter if you have beg, borrow, steal a car, get on a bus, hitchhike, whatever. Get down to Adelaide. It's going to be a wonderful week. We're going to be there all weekend and all 
from whence I almost working and talking and doing Absolutely. Uh, we've got a cocktail party. I told you to bring your yes. shoes. Yes. <sighs> Otherwise, Hamilton Kennedy cocktail party. Yeah, and, no uh, worries. I've got shoes happening. Oh, I'll go tomorrow. It's, I don't know. We'll look it up out there. Stop <laughs> stressing. They've got your bags. They can't go without you. So... <laughs> so what have we got? We've got the cocktail party Wednesday. Let's get the numbers. And then we'll Let's do it by the numbers. By the numbers, final call. I don't believe we're doing this show while we're talking. This is just final absolutely ridiculous. Final call, gate nine. Gate right, nine. Okay. Be, oh, it's so always the other here. end of it's town. It's always got to be down the other end. So we're not going to be this unorganised next week. I think we're going to be a little bit more organised. So it'll be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. What about you, mate? I absolutely am looking forward to it. I, uh, I'm not quite sure how much... Uh, well, I've got so much to do. I only got the designs back from Paul Ryan today for the new Coopers 2006 branded website, which we have to put together in the next moment in time. Uh, so it's going to be busy. And uh, look, I think it's also going to be a little bit of a... Everyone's going to finally be able to let their hair go because um, the new BFs are coming online. There will be new eight new BF uh, uh, V8 use running there. Uh, now, CAMS has disapproved the air jack system in the car to be run at this event. So that's going to be a bit of a bummer for people. Uh, naturally, uh, the, uh, the walkways are not walking, working today, and so therefore we will be holding up the <laughs> airline. <laughs> What's new, though? I'm always getting paged. <laughs> Nothing strange about this. This is only because of you. See, if this was made by myself, I wouldn't have this issue. Well, thanks for making the moment, time, the moment, the time. All the, the moment, moment, the time, the everything. <laughs> Not a problem, John. Just hope you make your plane. I think we'll be a little bit more calmer and settled down by the time next Wednesday comes. We're going to have a fabulous week down at Cookville 500 and I'm really looking forward to it. As we said the other day, join us on Saturday and Sunday at, at uh, uh, Cooper's Pale Ale. Street party. Hut Street party. Hut Street party. And um, one lucky viewer. Oh, there's so many emails I got in for people. But we just haven't had a chance to be able to go through it. So... Uh, we'll go through it all on Wednesday. <laughs> We're going to have to. We'll see you Wednesday afternoon. Isn't it great that now you're actually going to be able to have one computer that you can run Mac and Windows on on the same chipset without emulation with just and simultaneously and cut and paste for two of the things between the two operating systems. That is really, really important. I'm looking forward to it because it's going to make my life easier and yours. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Linda, well thanks for coming down today and uh, meeting me at the end to do a very rushed <laughs> really episode of uh, Radio Hot Lap where we take a light-hearted look at the world of international and local motorsports, <laughs> cool technologies and, and gadgets gadget and barbecues. And barbecues. All right, babe. See you in a few days. Bye, John. Bye, viewers. Take care.